0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, September 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Allen. Here's today's headlines. Stubborn issue dogs USMCA. Trump, no rush on China deal. H2A overhaul raises farm concerns. USMCA talks continue with claims of progress. House Democrats will be meeting again this week with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer in an effort to reach agreement on outstanding demands for changes in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Members of the Democratic Working Group tasked to work with Lighthizer claim that progress was made last week, but they also stress that much remains to be done. We have a ways to go, that's for sure, according to Representative Jan Schakowsky of Illinois after the talks on Friday with Lighthazer. Bottom line, House Ways and Means Chairman Richard Neal says the two sides were still at odds over Democrats' demands for stronger enforcement measures to make certain that Mexico follows through on promises to change its labor and environmental standards. The enforcement issue is stubborn, and we continue to stay with that, and I think we're making headway, said Neal. Making the point, another member of the Democratic Working Group, Rosa DeLario of Connecticut, co-authored a letter to the Washington Post emphasizing the point of toughening labor standards. Strong, enforceable, anti-outsourcing provisions on labor and environment will level the playing field so American workers can compete, she said. Without them, U.S. jobs will continue flooding to Mexico, where a new labor law reform is still in question. Trump and no rush for China trade deal. High-level U.S. and Chinese negotiations are still planned for early October, but President Donald Trump told reporters on Friday he's not concerned if the trade war stretches out over next year. Voters, he said, won't hold it against him in the 2020 election if a deal with China hasn't been reached by November. No, I don't think I need it before the election, Trump said at a press conference. I think people know that we're doing a great job. China's being affected very badly. We're not. We're not being affected. Keep in mind, U.S. Trade Representative issued a statement on Friday calling preliminary deputy-level talks last week in Washington productive, but China abruptly canceled plans for Agriculture Vice Minister Han Jun to visit farmers and ag facilities in Montana and Nebraska this week. Trade? Farm Economy Focus of Forum. Today in Kansas City, Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Sensky will headline the annual Ag Outlook Forum, co-sponsored by AgriPulse and the Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City. Other speakers and panelists at the all day conference will include Jason Hoffemeister, Trade Council to Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue, USDA Deputy Economist Warren Preston, Luke Chandler, Chief Economist for John Deere, and Missouri Governor Mike Parsons. Trump hits pause on biofuel deal. President Trump has placed Larry Kudlow, director of the National Economic Council, in charge of drafting his biofuel plan and oil industry source, tells AgriPulse. Last Thursday, several oil state senators attempted to get Trump on the record to support renewable identification number cap in the biofuel deal he plans to release. When asked by Agripulse earlier in the week, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa said, We wouldn't want a REN cap. That would be bad. Arguing REN prices, the credits used to measure biofuel mandate compliance, are already relatively low. Now keep in mind, there were signs as recently as last week that a deal favorable to the biofuel industry was imminent. Speculation was that it could be announced in Iowa. Now it is clear that Trump is going to take more time. EIA forecasts lower ethanol production. Poor market conditions and oversupply are expected to push fuel ethanol production lower this year compared to last year. Production of fuel ethanol expected to decline from 16.1 billion gallons in 2018 to 15.8 billion gallons, according to the Energy Information Administration. Closures across the Midwest are only beginning, said Growth Energy CEO Emily Score. Hundreds of millions of gallons of production are offline, and hundreds of millions of bushels of grain are falling in value, just as farmers face the worst economic conditions in a generation. Analysis H-2A rule would increase wages The American Farm Bureau Federation says a Department of Labor proposal to overhaul wage rates paid by farm employers could wind up raising wages while making increases more difficult to estimate. An analysis by AFBF economist Veronica Nye says DOL's proposal will not result in year-over-year consistency in the adverse effect wage rate paid by farmers. Reducing some of the variation in payroll expenses from year to year would be a welcome outcome of the proposed rule, Nye wrote, but the proposed rule does not accomplish this goal. DOL has proposed establishing wage rates by agriculture occupation, but due to thin data for many occupations, it appears as if the proposal will make estimating wage expenditures more difficult, more variable, and more expensive, Nye wrote. Looking ahead, Department of Labor has declined to extend the comment period on the proposal, so DOL will have to try to address any deficiencies, in which ends by the way tomorrow in the proposed final rule. If the final rule veers too far from the proposal, however, it could make the final version legally vulnerable. Clean Water Case Shut Down to Avoid Ruling The Maui County Council has voted to settle a Clean Water Act case at the Supreme Court that has drawn the involvement of dozens of national businesses and environmental groups. The issue in the case is whether a permit is required to discharge wastewater through injection wells into groundwater before it reaches the Pacific Ocean. The county's appeal of the Ninth Circuit ruling, which found a permit is needed, has been scheduled for arguments on November 6th. The 5-4 to vote came after a meeting Friday that included emotional testimony from the Maui residents on both sides of the issue. Why it matters? Well, the concern by the majority of council members was that Maui County would be facilitating a ruling by the Supreme Court that such discharges are not illegal, setting an environmentally damaging national precedent. Farm groups contend the Ninth Circuit decision illegally expands the reach of the CWA. Deadline today for SNAP rule. Today is the final day to comment on a proposed rule that would remove an estimated 3 million people from the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. The rule would rewrite categorical eligibility provisions that allow people to qualify for SNAP with incomes higher than the federal limit. USDA has already received more than 66,000 comments on the proposal. Here's today's She Said It. I went on a farm tour. That's the subject line of an email press release from Representative Lori Trahan, a Democrat of Massachusetts, highlighting her recent visits to farms in her district north of Boston. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, September 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board.